Steve Hall. He's former CIA chief of Russia operations. And, and Steve, as I listen to those restrictions there, it strikes me that not only was Vladimir Putin fearful of Navalny in life as an opposition figure, but that he fears him even in death and, and the support that, that, that he might, that um, average Russians might show to him. Yeah, absolutely, Jim. I mean, that's really the only explanation as to as to why it would be that they would take all these extraordinary measures. I mean, set, setting aside the horrific human side of this, I mean, can you imagine, you know, being a family member and being told, hey, you better make up your mind on this quick because your son's decomposing. I mean, it's, it's, it's horrific. Uh, but aside from that, it really does show uh, the great fear and, and concern that the Kremlin has about this sort of spawning a larger opposition uh, movement uh, around Navalny, um, and you know this is why they are this is why they are also in an in an incredibly inhumane fashion mocking his widow, uh, you know, ascribing all sorts of horrific things to her as well, because they fear this level of 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 sort of motivation and mobilization of Russian society behind Navalny. It's it's a great fear, and it's really interesting to see how scared Putin is of this. Uh, the, the timing of his death was notable, given it took place uh, during the Munich Security Conference when you had so many people from around the world there gathered uh, to show their support for Ukraine to discuss that. It seemed like it might be a signal, potentially. I mean, g given these restrictions, will we ever truly know with any certainty or confidence how he died in this prison? I mean, there's sort of two levels to that question. I mean, uh, it's entirely possible, given how the, how Putin controls Russia and how all information coming out of Russia is automatically suspect, it's entirely possible we'll never know the actual mechanism of his death. Um, that said, I think that's less important uh, than the overriding fact that it is Putin's responsibility that he is dead. Uh, so how it actually happened, uh, you know, might be, uh, there's a lot of speculation there, but the important fact is Putin and his and his mechanism of Putinism, his secret services and all the secret police and intelligence services, they're the ones who are responsible yeah. for Navalny's death at the end of the day. And we should note that in 2020, they, they used the most powerful nerve agent in the world in a first attempt to kill him. We're learning more details tonight about what exactly uh, the sanctions that the Biden administration plans to put on Russia, not just in response to Navalny's death, but also marking the two-year anniversary of the full-scale invasion uh, of Ukraine. We're talking about hundreds of sanctions, some of which will uh, directly target Putin. I wonder, though, will they have an impact? Because there have been a whole host of sanctions over the last several years, and Russia is still in Ukraine. Russia is still eliminating its opponents inside and outside the country. Yeah, I, you know, I really think they do actually have an impact, Jim. And they're not—they're not entirely emotionally satisfying for many of us because we're used to, you know, when when you know, whether it's you know a bomb exploding or a missile strike or something like that. I mean, that's an emission, an immediate response by the United mm. States or their allies to some threat. And and sanctions work differently. They're harder to find. They're harder to measure. But I can tell you, there's one good measure, and that is. What does the Kremlin think about them? And the Kremlin has been pretty consistent about saying they're illegal, um, you know, that they shouldn't be done. Uh, so I think they're very concerned about those sanctions over the over the long run. Steve Hall, thanks so much. Sure. Out front now, Yevgenia Karamurza, the wife of jailed Putin critic Vladimir Karamurza, joins us. And good to have you on. Thanks for taking the time. Hello, Jim. Thank you very much for inviting me. 
I want to begin by asking you about the video we saw today from Alexei Navalny's mother. She said officials told her that if she does not agree to a secret funeral for her son, quote, they will do something with my son's body. When you heard that, I wonder what your reaction was. I was absolutely enraged. I mean, first they try to kill him with poison. He survives. They throw him in prison. They torture him for three years. They kill him. And now they refuse to give his body back to his mother so she can say her goodbyes and she can bury him probably. I mean, this is so despicably twisted and cruel. Mm. Uh, but it, it also shows how much they're afraid of him. The Russian authorities are afraid of Alexei even dead. They uh, do not want to allow his supporters, yes, millions of people, his supporters and his family to say their goodbyes. They want to do everything in secret. That is despicably twisted. Yeah. And I don't know. I just I was uh, watching that video and thinking of how how dare they look her in the eyes, uh, the mother who just lost her son and not just lost him. They know he was murdered. She knows he was murdered. As if, how dare they look her in the eyes and tell her those things, those despicable things and making threats. That is just... Yeah. It, it seems deliberately humili humiliating. Uh, I want to play more, if I can, of what Navalny's mother said after she tried to get her son's body. Have a listen. According to the law, they should have given me Alexei's body right away, but they haven't done it yet. Instead, they blackmailed me and set conditions for where, when and how Alexei should be buried. It is illegal. Now, she's being very public about this. Do you have any concern for her safety at this point? Um, you know, anyone who challenges uh, the regime and the regime's decisions in any way um, is uh, in danger, absolutely. Uh, but I also, from watching that video, I realized that she will not be stopped. She uh, She's going through hell. She has just lost her son, and yet she is composed and strong and forceful. And um, I would not, I mean, <laughs> if I were them, I, <laughs> I would do everything she says and do it fast. Well, listen, I know you've been forced to go through your own personal hell with your husband's treatment, and, and your husband sent a, a message today on video from prison in Omsk, Russia. I, I know you rarely get to hear his voice these days. So I want to play a portion of his speaking, him speaking in Russian. We'll, we'll translate it at the bottom of a screen from, for our viewers. Have a listen. I want to get your thoughts. Мы 
you know, I'm watching you react there and I can only imagine myself in the same position. What is it like? How, how do you manage uh, to hear him, see him behind bars? Um, well, you know, when someone sent me this video today, um, I was so happy because that is the only way I get to hear my husband's voice nowadays. Mm. When he gets those rare chances to speak during one of his yeah. court hearings. And, you know, it amazes me how um, these people, these political prisoners in uh, today's Russia, not just my husband, but him as well, they uh, try to lift our spirits. They're the ones behind bars. They're the ones suffering in absolutely inhumane conditions. And they're trying to lift out spirits. They tell us to not give up. And uh, what Vladimir says uh, uh, here in this video is, of course, quintessential Vladimir. Um, mm. Only he could uh, talk about honoring our fallen colleagues and friends by being stronger and by fighting even yeah more even fiercer uh, and by not giving up because this is what the regime would want us to see and this is why also vladimir refused to leave the country despite all those uh, attacks on his life uh, because he said that this this what they would want me to do to flee to get scared and to flee and i will not give them the satisfaction i remember him saying this many times and so uh, hearing it from him today meant a lot to me. Mm -hmm.